Hi, and welcome to another Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you two sober chicks. Hello, and welcome to March 25th, 2020. We are in the middle of a national, global health crisis and isolation. So I have decided to post a shot glass per day as not only as a form of service to those of you who are listening, but also to myself, because those of us that love service know that we really think we're doing it for other people, but often feel like most of the benefit is for ourselves. So it gives me an opportunity to practice my own program and stay connected to you. So this is something I learned by listening to podcasts on my recent trip down to the United States of America, my beloved United States of America. And I didn't know this, but apparently you can rate podcasts if you like them. So if you do like this podcast and you feel so inclined to do so, please rate us on whatever platform that you're rating. It's not just for like, hey, we're great or we want to make like a top 10. Both Lisa and I do this not for money, not for any other reason than just service and our love for sobriety in the program. But what ends up happening is the ratings help your podcast get shown to more people. And that is our ultimate goal. And at this point, we are listened to in over 50 countries, I think, at this point. And it's all because of you guys and you listening and you sharing. So no matter where you are, if you're in South Africa, by the way, African accents, my favorite on the planet, whether it's tribal Africa accents or South African accents, I mean, they're just my favorite. Or you're listening to us from Ireland or Scotland or um, the United Arab Emirates, uh, Australia, Europe, Britain. My father is British, so I have a kinship with the British. Um, the Wales accent. I mean, come on. Wales is, is its own little place, which is so beautiful, and I hope to visit one day. Um, Portugal, Italy, wherever you are listening from, we are all one in these moments and we thank you. So today I'm going to be reading from the daily reading from The Language of Letting Go, which is by Melody Beattie, and it's daily meditations on codependency, which I think the reason this is so popular in recovery circles is because we're all dependent on something. And codependency with a person means I am not okay if you're not okay, which is much harder for parents. I do not have children. I do have a stepdaughter from my previous marriage who I adore, but I don't claim to know what it's like to birth my own children and to go through the woes and trials of being a mother and what that must feel like. But to be, to have your okayness depend on the okayness of someone else is not a healthy thing. And it means that we are at the behest of the power of another human being. So a lot of us have to work on codependency in recovery. In today's reading for March 25th, which I have not read, but now that I look uh, look at it, uh, it seems very apropos, is letting go of worry. Thank you, God. What if we knew for certain that everything we're worried about today would work out fine? What if we had a guarantee that the problem bothering us would be worked out in the most perfect way and at the best possible time? Furthermore, What if we knew that three years from now, we'd be grateful for that problem and its solution? What if we knew that even our worst fear would work out for the best? What if we had a guarantee that everything that's happening and has happened in our life was meant to be planned just for us and in our best interest? 
What if we had a guarantee that the people we love are experiencing exactly what they need in order to become who they're intended to become? Further, what if we had a guarantee that others can be responsible for themselves and we don't have to control or take responsibility for them? What if we knew the future was going to be good and we would have an abundance of resources and guidance to handle whatever comes our way? What if we knew everything was okay and we didn't have to worry about a thing? What would we do then? We'd be free to let go and enjoy life. Today, I will know that I don't have to worry about anything. If I do worry, I will do it with the understanding that I am choosing to worry and it is not necessary. So what I know about panic and fear and dread, of which I am very well acquainted with, is that it will always point to the reason of my fear and panic and dread and say that, well, there's my reason. That's why I'm afraid. That's why I'm panicking. And I think right now with this health crisis in the United States and worldwide is that we can look at it and say, well, that's the reason I'm stressed out. And real personal power is saying, I know that I can be afraid of that, but I choose not to be. People in my life that know that I am a a hypochondriac um, and be a catastrophic thinker and see what I went through all of last year, which was ending up in the hospital innumerable times um, and being plagued by fear over my physical well-being. These people are absolutely shocked that I am as calm as a river in this storm. And the reason is, is because last year I pray every year for a word from God for my word for the next year. Sometimes in the past it's been grace or love or last year was home. I got two last year, home and worthy. He gave me power this year and he gave it to me early. I think it was in September. And I intuitively knew that 2020 would be my best year. And I knew that it would be a year that I would overcome all of my fears. However, that takes my participation. So I started last year confronting fears and I started this year every time a fear would come at me, I would say nope. And it's not a matter of like oppressing or suppressing something. It's more like I go into no, we don't do that anymore. And I divert my attention. And it's tricky at first, just like everything that is new is tricky, whether it's meditation, whether it's recovery. At first, it's really hard. You feel like you're climbing uphill. And then you kind of feel like someone has given you um, mountain climbing feet or shoes or gear. And then that gets a little easier. And then it feels like someone's taken the, you've got a Sherpa and the Sherpa's carrying your backpack. And then it gets a little easier. And so by the time you get to the top of the mountain, you feel like the last little bit hasn't been the hardest bit. And so your Sherpa is God. Give God your backpack of all of your worries. Yes, be aware of what's going on in the world right now. Respect it. Be responsible. But we do not have to go into fear and worry. All we can do is pray and leave the outcome to God. We're responsible for the work. God is responsible for the outcome. There is nothing any one person can do than take care of themselves. And the more free from fear we are, the more of a beacon of light we are to others. And I'm not saying fake it, but sometimes we have to fake it till we make it, just like we do in early recovery. So 
That being said, I am in prayer for everybody at this time. And I have felt all of yesterday and today that I wanted to end today's recording with a prayer. So all you have to do and know that this is here whenever you want to return to it is get comfortable, close your eyes. We're going to take three deep breaths and then just receive this prayer. You can put your hands open to the air um, in like a 90 degree posture to receive this prayer. You can keep your hands over your heart to ground this prayer. Um, You can lie down and listen to it. It'll probably be two or three minutes and just let yourself sink into it. So this is going to be Pastor Julie ministering and I'm going to pray for everyone now. So I'm going to close my eyes and we'll take three deep breaths together, really good belly breaths, and then let it travel up through your back into your lungs and into your neck and into every part of your body. Just let yourself fill up with air and let it go. We're going to do that now three times. Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Creator God, higher power, however your children choose to refer to you, we know that you are listening. God, you've known us since before we were born. You know every hair on our heads. You know us by name. In fact, our name is engraved in the palm of your hands. You, although we may not feel it at times, are closer to us than the breath in our lungs, than the beating of our heart, than the blood that rushes through our veins. You are not far from us. You are in us and around us and always present. I ask, Heavenly Father, uh, that you pour yourself generously out on your people. I pray a hedge of protection around the beloved brothers and sisters, daughters and sons that are here today and listening to this prayer. I pray that you protect not only themselves, but their families. God, we know you are the mighty physician. You say when things begin and end. So we surrender all of our needs and wants to you. We ask that we are blessed as your children in body, mind, and spirit. We ask that you hold us near and dear to you and that you comfort us and speak to each one of us in the way that you know we need to hear you. And God, please make it obvious because so many of us are so caught in our thoughts and our feelings that we don't hear when you whisper to us. So through your grace and mercy, we ask that you come into our lives in a new and powerful way and that you use this time, this very difficult time of suffering to minister to us and draw us deeper into relationship with you. We thank you for every sober breath that we draw and we know that every time we take one, it is because you are not finished with us. So please make your plans and purposes for us very powerful in our minds and in our hearts. Make it obvious to us how we are to serve one another and love one another the way you serve and love us. And God, we don't know when this state of emergency will end, 
but we know it is all in your hands. So help us to walk in faith and confidence and trust and belief in you that whatever our needs to be met that day, you will meet them. That we have all we need already inside of us and that all we need is to connect to you for you to point out to us what those things are and that we already have them. We thank you, God, for this fellowship. We believe that it was ordained by you, that you would minister and heal alcoholics through the 12-step rooms, addicts, people from all walks of life. We know that addiction does not discriminate, and we know that you don't either. So we know that all children are your beloved children, and all are welcome at the altar, and all are welcome into your heart for mercy and guidance and love and healing. So we thank you for this precious gift of life. We thank you for sobriety and that it is real and that miracles happen every day. And we ask that you help us join hands with each other. Even if we can't do physically in our spirits, we can join with one another through you. So we do that today and we can only do that in this moment. So that's what we do. I thank you for peace. I thank you for love. I thank you for harmony. And we pray all of these things in your name. Amen. I hope that prayer blessed you. I hope today you have more peace now than you did just a moment ago. And I will speak with you tomorrow.